Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is my husband, John. I'm husband John. Hey, how's it going, husband John? It's good. I like kids. Oh, let's <laughs> take them to construction sites. Wait a second. Hold on. Let's 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 back it up a bit. You like kids? Oh, that's good. That's I cute. Do. I do. I love Lost Boys. Oh well, okay. <laughs> I love all of the lost ones. <laughs> I'm like Peter Pan. Oh God. I'm collecting them and putting them in cement holes. <laughs> no. All right, we're we're off the rails already. But <laughs> oh my God, we have a jam-packed episode. So guys. We like watching TV. And right now, we are re- married. We- oh, yes. Right now, we are married. <laughs> As we are speaking right now, we are married. No promises for episode 48 or whatever the next one is. But... <laughs> whatever. No. <laughs> okay. We're a married couple. We like to watch TV. Right now, we are re-watching Dexter in preparation for season nine. Oh, we're so excited. And right now, we just finished watching episode 10 of season four called Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Where and are you, boys? Where are you? I'm going to find you. My name's Arthur Mitchell. Run. Run. Run, boys. Run. <laughs> run, <Okay>. boys. <laughs> well, let's oh my God. <laughs> go ahead and dive on in. Oh, please. We have so much to talk about. Well, we kick off at the doctor's office where Harrison is getting a booster shot. Sorry. Aww. Four booster shots. Oh, poor little baby. <laughs> and as almost every episode this season has started, uh-huh. Dexter is feeling really guilty about something that did or didn't happen in the last episode. Oh my God, right? He's just like, <laughs> Every single episode, he's like, damn, I, I did been... that thing wrong. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh yeah, God. this is called his guilty season. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. We cut to a secret shipping container. Oh, my God. Oh, I have a list. I have oh, a list of questions. We have so many questions. Let's go. Okay. Firstly, did he buy this shipping container? I assume so. Or is he renting it? Because it was like in a, like a whole... There, there were a lot of shipping containers yeah, in that one place. Yeah, it was at a shipping place. yard. But like what? He's not putting it in his backyard. <laughs> like, no, it would be with other shipping containers. I kind of wish we could see it in his right. backyard. But why would you rent this what again okay why did so, you buy it first, oh god did he buy it two what did you do with your shed yes. surely rita would have had questions she would have wondered why dex chose not to rebuild his shed yeah and then is also now gone all the time that's the see that was part of my question yes. is like is he like yeah is he like telling rita like hey i got like a home office so all of that time i was spending in my shed i'm now spending over there or is he giving no. her the same lie of, yeah. well, just I'm working late again. I think, but then it's like, oh, my God. I think normal Dexter would have had a really good excuse. I think Dexter this season, uh, we will see throughout this episode, that he is not doing great. No. And Rita has been unbelievably patient. So I oh. think that, yeah, that's just where it is. My questions are not done. <laughs> oh, good. Where is this? Where is the shipping container? That's a good question. Meaning that there was a whole season dedicated to where Dexter should park his boat. You're right. And that is a very movable thing to have. It's movable. You, you can avoid detection because it's a boat and the right. world is full of water. <laughs> so it makes sense. <laughs> now he has a secret apartment that you can only use a crane yeah. to move. Oh my God. 
that's not right? secret. Like, I know that uh, if your goal here was to make sure Cody didn't fall through the roof again, you overdid. You, Yeah, you went completely you went, the other way. You went way too far. And is this like a safe junkyard? Kind of, or a, a safe shipping yard, kind of like in Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Where they get a, kind of a safe place to, to hang out. But no, we don't see anybody. So oh. where is this? Is this where Nick Fury put his storage container in Winter be. Soldier? Yes. Like, <laughs> what is this place? What is this place? What is this place? And where did this idea come from? It was sprung up out of nowhere. It was, which I actually like that the idea, but... I don't. I, you don't. I don't. I do not. I don't think it's good. I don't get it. I mean, it. clearly, from the list of questions you've got, you're right. <laughs> I, I understand where the, the significance of the shipping container yes. to his past, but that would be like me setting up shop in a hospital because that's where I was born. It's like, no, I, I get the, like, mental connection, but not the actual, like, I work in forensics. Why am I doing it in a shipping container? This feels like a place... That a serial killer would have. That is perfectly fair. Anyway, we got to move on. Oh my God, so many questions. Dex stalks Trinity and follows him breaking from routine and going to an arcade, which is good because I think that Arthur, he's gone through a lot this season and maybe some time at an arcade will help get some of that aggression out. Maybe this is a way to stop killing and do some time crisis. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Do, do a little shoot 'em up at the arcade. I think Win that, some tickets. I think that was his intent until he passes by a family van that has family stickers. Oh, dear Lord. And this is, kudos to them, a brilliant trick in that you could look at those family stickers and know what you need to know about a family. My question is, do they normally have names? No, I don't think so anyway. Okay. And if they do, then my should... God, can I tell everyone who has their family's names on your car, get them off of your car right now. Well, <laughs> get them off of your car. No, I agree. It's a weird, I like this loophole. This was very nice. I like this. Right? Well, and the, we, okay, so so this came out and we, we saw it around, you know, that, that time it came out, that was around 2009. Mm-hmm. And... Ever since then, I just vowed I was never going to, to have kids. <laughs> exactly. Because of the stickers on the van, <laughs> you vowed never to have kids. And here I sit. I've, do you know how many toys I've brought home for my buckets of sunshine? <laughs> I took a page out of Paul's book. Anyway. Oh, my God. Point is, Arthur sees and memorizes the names so he can go nap some kids. Oh, my God. Now we, we get to Scott. I do, not li- I do not like Scott. Um, I don't like his little Moppet haircut. I don't like his <laughs> overacting. Like, it's somewhere between, like, I can see that someone who loves him a lot coached him through these lines. Yeah. But he's, I just don't buy it. Maybe he's a great actor now. Maybe he's Zac Efron, and he grew up, hey, and now he's successful. There you go. I don't like this kid. I know. Well, I recognize the kid, because, again, when it came out in 2009, I yeah. have younger siblings. Yes. And they were watching some you know, the Disney Channel stuff. And I know he was on a Disney Channel thing. Okay. I don't know what, but that's the only other thing I know him from. If he was a Disney Channel um, actor, he's probably dead by now. Oh, no! Well, yeah, no, anyway. No, it's just the the kid is clearly with his babysitter, and the babysitter's like, stay close to your sister. And he's like, you're not my mom. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> so like, rude. Yeah, your babysitter is taking you to an arcade. You yeah. can relax. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> My my my, Scott. my my babysitter's name was Brunhilda, and she was sixty five. <laughs> and her version of fun was making corn husk dolls. 
<laughs> so shut up about your arcade, Scott. Okay. John grew up in the 1970s, everyone. <laughs> I, I, I may have. So Dex is stalking Arthur, who's stalking a kid. I love that Dexter's wearing his kill shirt. Yeah. And I love that he's in the arcade. Yeah. There's just something that's kind of weird about that, you know? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of fish out of water, kind of a, like... <laughs> yeah. Dex loses them as Arthur approaches Scott, impersonating an officer of the law. Oh, yes, and can we mention what fabulous game Scott was playing? Something confidential? It was Confidential Mission. Yeah. Howard Gibson. How? Well, who knows? We'll, we'll look this up. Maybe... This will be our favorite arcade game. Oh, let's do it. I'll buy you one for our anniversary, like the full thing. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. The whole... They sell arcades now. We'll just get you a confidential Howard one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's all I ever wanted. Well, Don't get me any James Bond golden eye thing. No, no, no. 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 It's got to be Howard Gibson. Well, if you're thinking about being picky on what you want next. Yeah. Um, so is Scott, because he gets chloroformed in the face. This is what I have next. You want a segue? This is what we got. <laughs> this old man took this young kid and chloroformed him in the parking lot, and we're supposed to be funny. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's awful, guys. This is awful. And yeah. he just takes him so well, easily, and it's so scary. He drives off as Dex shouts and pursues, but the oh. problem is, is that Dexter has human legs, and yeah. Arthur has van speed. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't quite get there. There's an issue when, there. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, hello. Hello, Dexter. This is Arthur, I guess. <laughs> I didn't, I've never really heard my voice out loud before, but hello. Hello. Yes, he, Arthur calls and he promises to preserve Scott's innocence. Oh. Which, I don't like that. Haunting. And, Haunting. Uh, uh, it says, no police. No policia. No. Ghost Harry is very mad, and he's like, Dexter, if uh, if he's taking kids and this is new, this is on you. Yeah, anything bad that Arthur does now, it's on Dexter, because Dexter should have just let him die! Exactly. Fucking hell! Dex races to the Mitchell's house and is greeted by Jonah, who comes off as a little casual, given the last time they saw <laughs> each other, uh, like yesterday. But uh, yeah, Jonah's pretty cool. And the Mitchell family thinks that Arthur is doing a teaching conference in Naples. Mm -hmm. And maybe he stopped while in Naples off at his favorite bar, The Swamp. Oh, yes! That's right! (laughs) Maybe Jimenez's bar can be some sort of uh, villain pub, like the How It Should Have Ended on YouTube. They have their own, like, villains pub now. Maybe this could be the Dexter... You know, Jimenez's bar, we got Arthur there. Lila's going to be there. She knows where it is. Oh, she definitely And Dokes knows. stalked somebody there. So he's, and I don't like putting Dokes in there, but he was a villain a little bit. Oh, just, just so a little fun. bit. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sally won't leave uh, Arthur or the house or whatever, so neither will Jonah. And Dex actually gets Jonah on his side. He's like, spy for me, Jonah. Spy for me. Look through all his shit. And... Here's my issue with this. Dex does say he'll protect Jonah, mm-hmm. but as an audience member, seeing all of the mistakes he's making this season. Oh my God. That's a hell of a promise to be like, oh, I won't, I'll make sure your dad doesn't find out. Now, uh, there's one thing to protect Jonah and being like, I'll make sure your dad doesn't kill you, but being like, I'll make sure he doesn't find out. Dexter isn't going through their internet history. No. Like, protecting him. You can't 
promise that, Dexter. I know how many plates you're spinning. Like, don't. No. But do you know what you can do? Ooh, what? You can break the cycle. <gasps> the sins of the father and all that, that stuff. He's oh, like, he really yes. gets down to Jonah and he's like, knock it off and help me. Well, <clears throat> that gets us to Scott waking up in some kind of sacrificial basement. Oh, God. The fun fact for this, they used, this was the set they used for uh, some of the paranormal activity scenes. Wait, really? No. Oh, my God. No, this is just where death and sadness is. <laughs> you don't take young boys to a nice place. Aww. You take them to a weird sacrificial basement with some trains and a bunk bed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. In a, in a, um, that old fashioned man. His name is Trinity. Yes, you're right. <laughs> no, sorry. Old fashioned, <laughs> old fashioned what? Uh, record player. That's what that is. Oh, sure. Sure. Although, <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Uh, we'll get to it later, but a song comes on and I'm pretty sure that's just the exact same record player from season one. That they used for Born Free. Hey, so, there you go. Well, so it was just the same design. And I'm wasn't, like, yeah. wasn't that one from season one a Barbie one? <laughs> no, it was a different one. Is a this different two of one. Them? Okay, okay. Not the one at Brian's house. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> you got me hot. Okay. <laughs> so Trinity calls Scott Arthur and is playing trains and being weird. Oh, my God. Super, super creepy. We're, we're getting more of... Arthur Mitchell acting like a kid, and it's... <laughs> Dex normal Googles Arthur. Normal Googles. And yes, and he finds that there are heaps and heaps of missing boys. Oh, my God. I have laundry bags full of missing boys. Oh, no! <laughs> I've got 30 years of boys in these bags. 30 years of boys. You give those boys back. No, they're in the cement now. Oh, no! 30 years of cement boys. Oh, my God. But no, it turns out that, yeah, Ghost Harry talks to Dex about childhood innocence, and they realize that the boy represents little boy Arthur, and the boys begin the cycle. Oh, my God. And we thought all along he was Trinity. We have the title of this episode, Lundy Made a Blundy. Oh, my God. And he missed all of the kids, because I, I think, honestly, <gasps> the way is that the reason why Lundy missed this, I was really trying to... Think about this. Yeah. I think after living for thousands of years, he's yeah. forgotten the innocence and laughter of children. Oh, my God. Which makes me realize that's probably why he was so fascinated with Deb is because she reminded him of what he'd lost. It's just been years and years and years. And since he's been that young. Since he that... remembers the children. I forgot the word. Oh, my God. But yes. Uh, oh, Lundy made a blundie. And this is... <laughs> As I did cut you off to make my joke, and I apologize. You're good. But this is the biggest twist of the season, as you alluded to. Yes. Because he is not Trinity. He is only Quaternity. There, there it is. I Googled it. That's what it is. That's what it is. Four is Quaternity. Quaternity. Yes. He's a Quaternity killer. Yeah, it's a little, a little less. There's uh, not as much of a ring to it. Yeah. Carrie Ann Moss did wonders for the name Trinity. As did God, but there's not really a good mascot for Quaternity. Mm, no, no, no. But but we yeah. can't try to make Arthur Mitchell that. So yeah, Dexter starts looking through all the kids from all over the country who have mm. been missing pre the bathtub murder. Yeah, well, and all of them are like around five days before the bathtub yes, murder. Yes, and all ten and all missing. And every kid was a fucking headshot. Every, Every single, single kid. kid. My favorite headshot, though, luckily, uh, was Scott's. 
Oh, that's good. That's probably why he got the book. Later, we see Scott in the newspaper. We see a photo at his house. And then when Dexter is putting out missing boy flyers, they're all the same headshot with the feathery light tipped hair and the the over photoshopped of the face. And he's like, you know, it's very headshotty. Oh, it's so good. I love it. It's so good. All of them were headshots. And I'm like, guys, just take a picture of these kids. I I wouldn't want that. <laughs> but yeah, so Dex was normal Googling at home, it turns out. Yeah, because lights switch on and, and then there's Rita. There she is, which this supports my porn shed theory. <laughs> now that he doesn't have a shed, he's creeping around in the middle of the night and Rita's like, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. He does so quickly, <clears throat> like shut off his computer and she's like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. And Rita's like, all right, I guess when you're done, just come to bed. <laughs> so the next day at Dexter's lab, Dex is on another caffeine bender. And I've watched the show a lot. Yeah. I don't think I've ever noticed how many caffeine benders he's gone on. So many. Now I'm wondering if they're all this season, but <laughs> I'm sure there was one or two when Deb was missing or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there there, there was definitely moments when he had like three uh, Red Bulls. Red Bulls and like the five hour energy sure. stuff. And That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dex uses cops to track Arthur's van. Really smart. I like it. Yeah, he's like, I lied and now do what I say, cops. <laughs> really, he's a good serial killer. He's really good at it. Masuka is waiting outside to tell Dex about Rita, but Deb goes in first. Deb goes in there and tells Dex about her interview with Christine <gasps> and is trying to pick Dex's brain over whether to tell Quinn or not that Christine is involved in the Dundee shooting. Yes. And Dex is in a hurry, but Deb makes Dex stay for a Trinity briefing. Oh, my God. And Dexter, this whole scene, he's yeah. just being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. They're like, well, his name is Trinity. And they're like, is it? Because maybe I know more. I don't know. And then they're like, is he in the school system? I don't know. Is he? He's probably not. And the like, Deb is just giving him these looks. I'm like, oh, fucking fuck you, Dexter. I know. Just trying to sow doubt in the room. It's hilarious. Like, God damn it, Dex. Well, after the meeting, Masuka tries to talk to Dex again, but he bails. So with Dexter gone, we're back in the bullpen. And Maria and Angel are flirting again about flying off somewhere romantic. And then oh immediately, God. Christine shows up. To do the interview with Deb. Yeah. And as Quinn is taking Christine to the room, Deb is, goes up to Angel and can you check this out? He's like, what? Just just see if there's anything weird. It's Yeah, just watch. There and it I is. love that. Yes. I, it's, it's again, it is Deb being incredibly smart. Poker face. Poker face. Not showing all her cards. That's right. But she is still letting people in so that they can see what she is seeing. Yes. Instead of her just presenting it out there. And, and people finding reasons not to believe her. Exactly. It's incredibly smart. Oh, I love her. Back in Quaternity's creepy basement, <laughs> yes. Scott is hungry. So Arthur suggests he put on his pajamas. Scott says no. And in his back acting way. So that kind of puts John Lithgow kind of, he, he's not having fun in the scene. So he <laughs> leaves. He's like, this kid's being kind of a shit. So he leaves. Deck shows up at Scott's house. Pre- Scott. Pretending to help slash actually helping. It's kind of in the middle. Yeah, like, well, he is legitimately helping. Sure. But it's, he's also kind of... A dick. Yes! Yes. Oh my God, Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> Dex does that thing when he's at the house, too, 
where he's looking at all of the chaos and the sadness. And he pulls out, he pulls off his nipple flaps and starts rubbing his nipples. And he's like, oh, God, I'm the only one who knows what's going on. And oh I could totally point them in Arthur Mitchell's vicinity, but I just can't because I want to kill him first. And I'm like, dude, you can do this, but just stop talking about how you could help and how you just won't. Right? Every time with this guy. Fucking hell, Dexter. You were being so insanely selfish. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and he's just looking at all of the people that he is hurting. Yes. Like, Dexter is doing this. Yes. Because he's, he's not fucking taking care of Arthur Mitchell. Yeah. And he's but, just, oh, look how sad they are. Fucking asshole. Side note, I'd like to talk about Scott's family's horrible Photoshop. Oh, dear Lord, that picture was bad. <laughs> I think most of them were okay, and then the dad just, woo! Yeah! Not their... No, not good. Yeah. Well, before Dex leaves, um, do you remember, was his name Jamie Jaworski from episode one? Oh, I think so. Okay. Well, his brother is there clearly because they look exactly the same. And he's like, <laughs> he just turns to random Dexter before he leaves. And he's like, could you even imagine walking past your kid's room? And like, they're not. And Dexter's like, no, who the fuck are you? I can't. And get out of my face. I thought I killed you. <laughs> Seriously, look at him. He looks like Jaworski. I ain't Ghost Harry and Dex realize Arthur might be burying kids at four-wall build sites. Oh my god! Which and is, that's... yeah. Holy shit, that's, that's fucking dark as fuck. Like, doing something so generous for all of these, you know, homeless people and building them homes, and it's like, oh, guess what? You have a dead child I... in your backyard. I might disagree. What? Yeah, I think that's a really good marketing campaign. Oh, my God! It's like we put the innocence of a child for every house. Every <laughs> soul of... Every house has a child's soul to protect you. <laughs> no longer will you be homeless again because we sacrificed a child. Oh, my God! Because Scott's soul is looking over this house. <laughs> Scott's protecting it. Oh, my God! It's his... It's his Heaven mission. <gasps> Holy shit. Okay. Meanwhile, during the Christine Hill interrogation, Deb talks about using her gut and then shows Christine all of the Dundee photos. And Christine Ooh. immediately, like, bails. Oh, my God. She does it so quick. But before she, she fully gets out, Deb clarifies how far away Christine lives and how she got to the crime scene way too fast. And Christine... Gives off some bullshit about going to the gym and whatever. Major bullshit. Batista sees it, and later he tells Deb, I remember her at the crime scene. Yeah. And she was full uh, makeup, nice hair. There's no way she she rolled out of bed. Like, yeah. yeah, and like went to the gym beforehand. Exactly. Yeah, like all the bullshit. Yeah, like she lived an hour away from where the crime scene was, and she was there in 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Outrageous. Bullshit. Dex arrives at a four walls build, and there's just so much kill shirt this episode. I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. It looks so good on him. He's looking through the homes, and fuck, these homes are really nice. Are they really for the homeless? Because they're really nice. They're really nice. They, they, they've got to be for, like, families. I don't know. There's I, homeless families. Yeah, but I don't know how this process works. I don't because know Because in my mind, it's somewhere between give, just giving a house to a homeless person and, like, Extreme Home Makeover Edition, where they're like, move that bus! And then it's just, like, homeless people, and they're like, I'll take the house. I don't know. 
I don't know what the logistics to this organization is, but ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hey, Mr. Butler. Huh? It's Jonah. It's Jonah. It's Jonah. He's looking up internet stuff. Yeah, he didn't find anything except for some real estate stuff. Dex doesn't have an email because he's not a real person. Yeah. And Jonah has to fax to a Kinko's, which I thought was really cute. Right? Jonah asks why Dex is the only one who can see Trinity for what he is. And Dexter says it's because your dad's brother, Lundy, dated my sister, and then your secret (laughs) sister shot him. (laughs) So that's why I'm here. That is some family drama right there. Stop complaining about the car, Jonah. (laughs) There's other shit going on, like your secret sister shooting old men. Oh my god. Rita is picking up the kids from school when Rita breaks up a fight between some bitch and Cody. Oh my god, I hope Cody beat him in his face. Yeah, bitch slap that kid. Because that kid said, truthfully and rightfully, that Dexter (laughs) left the Sailor's Club. And Cody's like, you son of a bitch! And just attacked him. Yeah, right. It's like, it's really cute that Cody was, you know, standing up for Dexter. like, no, he wasn't scared. He didn't leave. Also, um, I have a special guest, if you don't mind. Oh. They're not going to call in, but they they sent in a letter. Oh, that's nice. It's from Paul. Oh, God. (laughs) And he says that he just wanted to write in and say that he's been watching from heaven. Or hell. And I thought that one through. Yeah, good. And he says it's nice to see that although Cody is a little ray of sunshine, it's nice to see that there's some Paul in the kid. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, hey, shut your fucking mouth. And he just goes and, I don't know, shanks him or whatever Paul does. Paul is a proud papa. He's, a, he's proud. <laughs> Arthur is doing a build and can't come see Christine when she calls for help. And it's a basically like, sorry, honey, I have another family now. Oh, it's rough. You begin to understand, this is the Christine episode where you really start to understand who she is and why she does everything. Yeah. And all of her dependency issues with Quinn now make sense. A thousand percent. But my problem with this relationship is for how little she sees her dad. She mentions it's like major major holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then her birthday, right? Yeah. I Actually, see. that's not true. Oh, yeah, saw not her, Christmas. Yeah, he saw her for Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving. And was going to wait longer for her birthday, four months. Yeah. So, not many times a year. Oh. Which I think is a great, I think that speaks to her character and her desperation. I love that. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm not, I don't understand why she wasn't all that thrilled to see him in Thanksgiving. She she does kind of like a, oh, hey, dad, I didn't know you were stopping by. Where if this is like the three times a year he stops by. And I kind of think this would have worked a little bit better for her character is if, she jumps into his arms and is like, Daddy! Oh, and yeah. there's almost maybe a weird innocence thing there because maybe Arthur kind of likes her. Ooh. You know, so so with Quinn, she's like, I'm a person and all these things. And then with her, she's like, Hi, Daddy! And it's kind of like a weirder because she yeah. has to work harder than the other family to be noticed. You know? I like that a lot. Well, and in that same vein, you do, like, we've already seen Rebecca kind of Kind of do that same thing. Entirely. I mean, her bedroom is just vomit pink. So, yeah. like, yeah, I, 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 it makes sense for Arthur to be very attracted to the... Daddy's little girl type of thing. Exactly. And I wonder if um, there could have been something kind of darker with Christine about, like, no, this was, like, the first version. Oh, and there's a reason oh. he's not... Like, she's kind of weird and crazy, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. Arthur brings food to Scott's creepy train bunker, <laughs> and Arthur keeps calling Scott Arthur and doesn't respond when asked why. But 
Good news. Mm-hmm. I can finally cross John Lithgow over enjoying a burger so he can manipulate a young boy to change into pajamas off my bucket list. Hey, there we go. <laughs> that one's been on your list for a long time. What was, that, what was the first thing I said when we got married? That's that's exactly it. I, I want to see exactly that. It. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, Dex is crossing houses off his quaternity real estate list. <laughs> and Dex gets a call from Rita. So he stops by one more only one more house only to find a poor homeless family. And oh yeah. This lady deserves a scene. Spoiler alert, it's not in the show, but she deserves a scene at the end of the season where Jonah, cuz why not? <laughs> four walls builds her a house. Yeah. You know, and it's like everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And then her and her two kids have a place to stay. That was so sad. I know. Like I I was a little disappointed that Dexter didn't like leave her money for food or something like that. Like, I feel like that's something he would have done. Maybe a Dexter in any other season because he's just off his game. Well, maybe he has an extra storage container she can stay in. Hey, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Dex arrives home and Paul's folks called wanting to take the kids to Disneyland. Hey, Disney uh, World. They're in Florida. You're right. Sorry. Disney World. I looked up the Dexter timeline to see if it has been one to four years. There is, there is an official timeline. It has been three years since season one. Holy shit. That's half of Cody's life, probably. <laughs> okay? I don't know how kids age. But where have Paul's parents been for three years? It's a good question. They have another grandkid. They could have easily had Rita say a line that's like, oh, I've stayed in contact with them and we've talked to them. But yeah, yeah, they want to take the kids and, you know, now I'm talking to you about it. Whereas Rita's like, oh, no, they've been gone forever, but they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Paul was the abusive black sheep of the family, but they're they're good grandparents. Well, where were they the whole time, I guess, is the question I'm trying to ask. And we have someone that can answer. Oh, good. Hey, hey, everybody, it's me, Paul. It's me, Paul. Let me Hi, tell you. Hi, Paul. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. <laughs> Let me tell you. You want to know where my parents were? Where were they, Paul? They were, I'll tell you where they weren't. <laughs> they weren't at my softball games. Ooh. They weren't at my chess club meets. Oh. My parents were never there for me. So I promised myself then and there that if I were ever going to be a parent, I would take my kids to the circus every single day. <laughs> every single day. And I would shower them with Toys R Us bags full of Toys R Us toys because I'm a Toys R Us dad. <laughs> okay? That's where my parents were. Oh, no. Poor Paul. Don't worry. I'm only in hell. <laughs> so Rita tells Dex about Cody defending his honor. Yeah. And... Cody wants to leave the sailors group because of it. He's like, I don't want to be around people that lie. Uh-oh. Yeah. And that, well, that's one that is a little, I mean, it's obviously ironic, but there is something where it's a sad irony there where Dexter's like, too late. And I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) It's a kid. Like, it's, it's kind of fun to do that with Rita if you're in the opening stages of your relationship. Yeah. And she says something ironic, but... To Cody, and he's like, God, I hate people that lie. And your new second dad is like, oh, it's all I've been doing. <laughs> You're just like, come on. Come on, buddy. Let's cut to Angel and Deb at her new, at her Dexter apartment. It's not new, but it, they're there. Yes. And they, uh, Angel and Deb talk about Christine. 
I would like to point out that Angel has not been back to this apartment since season one. Oh, when he crashed the couch. Yes. Ah, that's when very he, good. He was, he, was, he was out late one night and he crashed the couch. That's right. He drank too much and he crashed that couch right into Dexter's apartment. That's right. <laughs> well, they realized that Christine might have done the shooting, but why? That's the question we're all asking. So they need some dino DNA. <laughs> Back at Rita's, Dex is bathing Harrison in the middle of the bathroom, and Dex feels really bad about Cody, and he realizes to his credit. Mm-hmm. I take back that fuck you I said earlier. <laughs> Trinity isn't the only one using his family as shields, and that is a that's a hell of a step for this guy. Yeah, yeah. self-reflection is very important. <laughs> this guy w- didn't realize that he should have asked his sister of his entire life rather than uh, Miguel Prado of the last three weeks to be his best man. That's right. So this is a really big breakthrough <laughs> for this guy. He's learning. Well, we got, well, we get to Deb telling Quinn her suspicions in Quinn's made up house. I'm sorry. It just, doesn't, it doesn't look like he lives there. This looks like a real house, but not for him. I, I know. know. Is, it, is this his uh, Easter chickadee house? <laughs> no, it's just bizarre. And it, <laughs> his powder blue walls. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yes, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a very sad scene where, yeah, Quinn is just, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But I do. I do. And if I don't, then you can rub it into my face. So it's fair. He, he does get mad, but he, he does get it. And kudos to him. Yeah, seriously. That's oof. It's rough. But I really like the way that Deb talks to him where he's like, or where she's like, yeah, you're a detective. You understand. What, what does your gut tell you? Yes. Deb has Masuka run Christine's toothbrush and the DNA machine to see whose it is. Yes. I mean, other than Christine's. Oh, right, 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 right. The next day, Dexter is on his real estate scavenger hunt. He's really getting close, but he's been skiving off work and LaGuerta is mad. And she's like, get the fuck back to the office. You have jobs to do. You have blood jobs. Go do your blood job. Do it all. Look at all of that blood you haven't jobbed yet. <laughs> Quinn interrogates Christine in the bathroom about family, like in his bathroom when they're getting ready in the morning. Yeah. And he's like, so what's going on with your family? What about Christmas? And it's not going Christine's way, so she distracts him with sex, but it doesn't work because he's like, he sees it now, and she gets a little overly defensive. Extremely so, and then she bails again. She shits on Deb before she bails, and Quinn definitely sees it. So. Yeah, there's at least something extremely suspicious, and yeah, you can't ignore it. Well, Christine calls Trinity and talks about a lady in the bathtub to get his attention. She's Oof. like, call me back. I remember lady in a bathtub. Okay. Oh, boy. Yes. Arthur is still playing trains with Scott, and uh, Scott kicks the train and complains, and he's like, this is stupid. And it's like, you're getting kidnapped, you idiot. I know. What do you think? This is going to be a good time? But, like, the boss on this kid to just, like, kick the train? Dude! (laughs) The record player starts up, and Arthur sings, and he's so sad that Scott feels kind of bad. Yeah. Arthur shares his Vera story with Scott, and Scott's like, all right, I think I I finally realize I'm kidnapped. Yeah. So let's, let's try something than just tantrums. Scott's like, listen, you can call me Arthur. And let's play with some fucking trains, yo. Let's do it, baby. Then maybe when we're done with that, you could just take me home. 
Which is, that's, that's a very nice suggestion. Arthur has Arthur promised to stay innocent. <laughs> and, okay, I have three here. He offers him his favorite flavored ice cream. We have Roofy Road, <laughs> Chocolate Chip Cosby Dough, <laughs> or Neopal Lila, which is one-third vanilla, one-third chocolate, one-third roofies. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yes. He, he, that is so good. He roofies that boy. Oh, oh poor innocent Scott ate the drug-flavored ice cream. He did. Dex arrives at the precinct on the phone with his scavenger hunt. Um, he's still going over it. Like So he gets off the the elevator and he's like oh so is there anybody there nope okay cool right mm-hmm. what's the opposite but who no. <laughs> uh, and he gets in but here's my issue he walks in grabs the report and hands it to la Guerta. he just hands it like he, he just yeah, yeah. Did, when did you actually have it done if she's been asking for it forever then just give it to her when you actually have it done or when she calls you tell her that you finished it and it's on your desk and yeah you can stay then, outside then- Exactly. Then she could just go grab it and she can stop bothering you and you can stop being like, ooh, I have so much to do. So much to do. Dex's officer buddy pops up and he's like, we found your van. It's by a diner. So Dex uses that diner to narrow the search down to two. Dex is still trying to rush out with Deb and Masuka on his ass. And as he's at the elevator, Harry's CI Valerie <gasps> pops back in for some reason. Ew, she's back. Luckily, things are a little too busy to yeah. deal with her, but because she gets a little close to another CI talking, bringing up that whole situation, right? Oh my God! After everything, yep. she starts bringing up another CI that Harry dumped Valerie for. And- yep. Oh boy. So luckily Masuka comes in with the DNA results and Deb's like, all right, we'll talk later. Bye. And Deb goes to talk to Masuka as Maria and Angel come and they still keep talking. Every time they leave, they're talking about being sexy. Yeah, like they are way too loud about it too. They're and so horny. So obvious about it. They're like, let's go fuck somewhere. But guess what? They never do. Guys. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so much. Just Wait, I don't know. But they get get stopped at the elevator. Yes, because uh, we get the bombshell that Christine is related to Trinity. Oh, boy. Oh, Christine. Well, (laughs) Dex is looking through houses and he comes across a bomb shelter. Should Dex convince Rita to have a bomb shelter? And then that can just be his, you know, little secret place? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Do that. He may end up, you know, going a little bit psycho in his bomb shelter and then Rita would be concerned for a whole other reason. But, you know. Um, I'm sorry. Do people go crazy in bomb shelters? Get, <laughs> get real. It's the safest place. <laughs> yes, we've never seen people go crazy in bomb shelters. You're oh, right. What? Like, so you're afraid of a bomb, but, but like your brain is the real weapon here? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Bombs are the scariest weapon. (laughs) And brains are totally fine. Well, look, Dex arrives, but it's too late. The trains are still there, but the conductors are gone. Ooh, boy, where'd they go? They're they're gone. We'll get to it. Can you just wait? I'm going through it. Didn't you watch the episode? (laughs) I am hearing this story for the first time. What happened? Look, being a father (laughs) makes him care now. I care now. He cares now because he has kids. And he's like, what if this was Cody or Harrison? Like, I care now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dex uses his science to realize Arthur buries the kids in cement. Oh, my God. And that's just horrific. Well, yes. He does drug the kids, which is one. It's the only good side. And if you say good side, that's a strong word to use. It's the only not the worst thing. Right. But But they're unconscious when they are being buried alive. I assume they're. I mean, I'm not justifying it. I just, I'm just <laughs> pointing it out. I'm just saying that just you bright side yeah. of child murder. Well, if the child, okay, <laughs> I think I see your point. I see it now. We got there. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> okay. Arthur meets Christine in the parking lot, and uh, she talks to him about that lady she saw him murder in that bathtub. But what's crazy about this is, did he bring her? And just tell her to wait in the car? He had to have. That's Well, that's what she says happened. That's crazy. And then she was a five-year-old, too. And he just like, nope, just stay in the car, Christine. This this is the moment where you realize, oh, no, Dexter has been better at everything from the beginning. Whether it's being a father, whether it's being a husband, whether it's being a serial killer. Like, all of it, Dexter's better at. Because he never once put Aster in the car and said, wait here. (laughs) Good Lord. So, yeah. We get Seriously? a, we see a young John Lithgow oh who my God. is definitely wearing Frank Reynolds toupee from It's Always Sunny on Philadelphia. Yeah, he's got the moves. He's yeah, got the moves. moves. Um, and she's like, I know all about your bathtub hobby. And then I saw Ooh. you run into Lundy, and then I shot him. Also, the cops might be after me. Oh my. God. God, what a bombshell. And you know what? Arthur mm-hmm. takes it pretty well. Yeah, it's great because he's 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 really consoling her and he's he's comforting her. Christine gets a little bit more courage there yeah. and she's like, "I'm better than every other kid you have. I'm the Alpha Mitchell. I am the best kid you have." That's right. All your other kids are bum bum bums. <laughs> you know? And Trini's yeah. like they are bum bum bums. <laughs> But once she leaves, he calls her a stupid fucking cunt. Oh. So we might have a more of a Thanos and Nebula situation here Ooh. than uh, whatever the fuck was happening before this. Yeah. yeah. I like that comparison. That's really good. Thank you. Yes. Bad fathers. Bad fathers all around. Yes. Arthur is burying Scott when Dex shows up. And I like that when Dex charges Arthur, yeah. Arthur just kicks the kid in the pit. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's just like... I, just, well, I'm still going to do it. I know there wasn't a kid in that duffel bag. Uh, like, I know that. I know that. It was still really funny to watch six foot, like, a thousand uh, <laughs> John Lithgow just kick a kid into a cement pit. Quicksand. It was my favorite thing. Oh, my God. Well, Dex knocks out Arthur. And yeah, pulls, with a shovel. Yeesh. Pulls Scott back out. Um, oh my god! And you can see like how hard that was. Yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't be be able to do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's very heavy. But Arthur is gone, and I don't see why Arthur didn't overpower Dex while his back was turned. But we do get a good Dex screaming Arthur, which is not a good way to keep a low profile, especially since you have a ten year old kid unconscious in a bag. Right. So don't shout, Dexter. Right. Relax about it. You know, the last time that you yelled about, you know, the 
the person of the season. Mm-hmm. It was in your daydreams when you were like, Miguel! Oh, well, that's progress. Yeah. He didn't He didn't just imagine yelling at his enemy this time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so condescending today. <laughs> well, I think it's because we're just so frustrated with Dexter right now. It's like we're seeing all of the places where he is just not up to his own standard. You yes. know, he's just, he's dropping the ball all over the place. He's get dropping your, all the balls. Get your balls back, Dex. Metro, <laughs> Go get your balls. Metro shows up to arrest Christine as she shouts daddy as she opens the door, which is really sad. <gasps> oh my God. But she is arrested and Quinn is upset. And uh, good, good, good. Back at Rita's house, Dex and Rita have a cuddle. And Rita talks about how they found Scott. Did you know they found that boy that you were looking for? And he's like, really? Well, that's nice. Yeah. Well, Rita jinxes Harrison awake. So Dex has a really nice parallel to the beginning of the season where he's holding Harrison and he tells him that daddy kills people. And as Ghost Harriet said, Dexter's priorities are changing. And you really can see that as it ends with instead of saying, you want to know a secret? Daddy kills people. Yeah. Isn't that a cool thing? He's like, I'm never going to let anything happen or to you or hurt you. And I'm never going to hurt you. And Jesus Christ, this has been a crazy day. But that's the end. It's wow. Holy shit. Holy shit. Fucking roller coaster right there. Mm. That is woo, heavy, heavy yes. episode. Okay, so I do have a spoiler thing I wanted to talk about. I have a few as well. Well, there we go. So... Um, if you do not want any spoilers, we'd love for you to hop off now. Um, but if you would like to contact us, our email address is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. You can also find us on the socials. Instagram is probably the, the one to go to right now. I haven't touched the others, but I will. <laughs> we're, we're working on it, but you can definitely find us on the socials. Definitely reach out to us. That would be way cool. Um, if you are sticking around for some spoilers, shut up about it. Because Dexter Secrets. So, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. Just one little thing. Mm-hmm. It was uh, when Dexter was giving Harrison a sponge bath in yes. the bathroom. Yes. It is in the exact spot that he finds Harrison when he is bathing in uh, Rita's blood instead of nice little soapy bath water. I, that is true. Uh, that was a nice touch. I also liked that at the hospital for the booster shot, Dex talks about how Harrison won't remember any of this anyway. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if that is a weird foreshadow because uh, the next few seasons do deal with, does Harrison remember this? Yeah. And it kind of just comes to a resounding no. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And and yeah, I find all of that interesting. And I think, yeah, we'll definitely mm-hmm. go a little more in depth, yeah. you know, later on. Well, But like... Yeah, Harrison is so small, he's not even one. Yes, and they do mention that at the beginning of season five, is that he's much younger than Dexter was when, when he saw his mom. Also, there is a difference between an old man um, cutting your mom's leg that you can't see in a bathtub that you don't understand uh-huh. and being in a storage container with multiple flying body parts and chainsaws and staying in uh, two inches of blood for, for days. days. Yeah. yeah. So there, it's clearly less traumatic because he wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah. But being covered in blood and crying for possibly hours. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. And also, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I want to talk yeah. when we get to it about, yeah, Arthur leaving Harrison there. 
Yeah. Obviously, there's like, an innocence thing. But purposeful it is. Yeah, that's fucked. It's super fucked. And yeah, we'll definitely talk way more about it later. I also but, have yeah. a uh, season nine theory. <gasps> I want to point out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been thinking about Dexter New Blood. Yeah. And my current theory, uh-huh. I want so badly. We don't know how long it's been since season eight when this happens. Oh, yeah. We don't know if there is like a bigger time jump or if it is just a natural passing of if time. It, if it has been about 10 years or if it's been a bit longer. And I want, this is not true, but I want it to be Harrison. <gasps> I want there to be a serial killer who's killing people and you think it's Clancy Brown and then it turns out it's Harrison and he's like 17 and pissed and like killing people around Dex. That's not, Holy shit. It's not going to happen. No, probably I, not. I like but the I idea like it. of an older pissed off Harrison somewhere between Cody and Brian Moser. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. I got another theory. Sure. And it's actually your theory. Oh. It's Lundy's daughter. Well, Yeah. <laughs> I have another theory. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, I forgot what Sodaquist's first name was. Oh, yeah. But we can say uh, Barbara Jr. Sodaquist. There we go. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, but I like that. I like Harrison still kind of haunting, like literally Dexter's past yeah. haunting Dexter. I would also... I would also love it if they just went somewhere crazy with that. Like, like I said, if Harrison is the murderer of the season, which is, would be silly but fun yeah. if you gave it enough time. Uh, I'd also love if something happened with Hannah. I don't oh, yeah. know what if, if she, I. I know this doesn't fit into the characters, but I'd love it if she just cracked and got Harrison killed. And I don't know. I don't care. I just I want something. And yeah. I'm thinking about the new blood anyway. Ooh, what what if it's uh, what if it's an Asher or Cody? I say that because mm. I know with the books, yeah. I, I didn't read all of them, only the first one, sure. but I know vaguely in the books, the 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 dark passenger is an actual entity, is an yes. actual being, and kind, of, yeah. kind of, and that they that being does kind of affect Aster. Yes, is that right? Yes. So, like, it would be kind of interesting if they dive back into the books a little bit again and Cody, have Aster come back. Cody and Aster were young enough when the Rita stuff happened, and I'm sure that Aster or Cody could have Googled Trinity and they would have found just dozens and dozens of photos. Even if they didn't see Rita's, they'd see all of the other women. Yeah. And that could fuck you up. But a thousand percent. It, it does feel, uh, it, it would feel weird to have a completely new season and be like, I'm the villain from the old show, and I'm different now. So it's none of these. But I want to. I want to like Loki. I just want to start throwing dartboards so that if we if we get one, yeah, we can say we got one. Exactly. Right. So there we go. Okay, but I think that'll do us. I think so too, guys. Thank you so much for hanging around and listening to us and supporting us. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, definitely reach out if you'd like to contact us. But until then, we'll see you tomorrow with episode 11 the penultimate penultimate the penultimate of season four yeah shit is going down it's going down so collect all of your balls do not make a blundy and listen to the next episode <laughs> there we go thanks guys bye it'll be fundy <laughs> 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 <laughs>